Good day, listener. Welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. My name remains Amadi Cobb, and this is still training for impact. Um, this is a Bible devotional podcast where we share series and themes on the Word of God and life practical lessons um, straight from the scripture that can build our spiritual life, that can train, that can inspire, and that can help us, mentor us in our spiritual relationship with Jesus. I want to say a big thank you to those of us that have been faithful in sharing a link of some of the downloaded episodes and series to their friends and to those in their community of influence, especially online. We say, may God bless you. Your labor of faith is not in vain. God sees it and I pray that God will bless you unimaginably in Jesus' name. This is episode 10 and the title of this series is Seeking After God. And today we're looking at the third characteristic of the God that we are seeking after. And that is he's a friend. God is a friend. Yesterday we saw that God is law is um holy and before that we saw that God is love. Do you know that we serve a God who is not just our master, he is also our friend. In fact, Jesus says in John 15, Therefore I no longer call you servants, I call you friends. One of my favorite hymns says, I found a friend, oh such a friend. He loves me even before I knew him. He drew me with the cords of love and he bound me to him what a beautiful song another songwriter said what a friend we have in jesus you know everything to god in prayer oh what peace that we often forfeit oh what needless pain we bear all because we do not carry everything to the lord our master and our friend in prayer friend if you want to seek after God, if you truly want to build your relationship with God, you must approach him not just as a father, not just as a master, even though he's all of these things and more, but you must approach him as a friend, as a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Sadly, the scripture records that all we like like sheep have gone astray. David even lamented, In sin did my mother conceive me. Daily we are burdened with the guilt of our past mistakes and those habits that we seem to lack control over. Yet the scripture, you know, from just reading your Bible or preaching, you are already fornicating, you are already lying, and you hate yourself. You look so disgusting when you look at the person in the mirror. Your reflection gives you concern. And yet the scripture records that we have a friend in Jesus. A man that has a friend must show himself friendly, Proverbs 18 verse 24 says. And then it goes on to say, but there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. My friend, yes, God wants us to be holy. Nevertheless, Jesus is the sinner's friend. I mean, think about it. 
when Jesus was here on earth, who were those that kept his company? At one point, they had to accuse him. Ah, ah, this man is always, why are you always with prostitutes and the tax collectors and all the publicans and all the, the rejects of society? They, they, were, they were ones that clustered around Jesus. He, he loved their company. In fact, at one time, he said, the Son of Man came for the sinners. He came to seek and to save that which is lost. There are so many of us who carry our religious agbada in the local tongue of the African Nigerian, our religious codes, and we cloak ourselves and like the Pharisees who say, God, look at me for I am better than this person. Some of us is because of the church we worship. Oh, I am an SMDF. So therefore, we are better than the Pentecostals. And the Pentecostals say we are better than the Evangelicals. And the Evangelicals says we are better than the Charismatic and so on and so forth. Oh, but friend, no. Jesus, he doesn't want to, he doesn't like the company of righteous people, in quotes, my hands are in the air. Jesus loves the company of those who understand how frail they are and their need of him. His heart is ever open, ever touched with human woe. He has all the power, both in heaven and earth, yet he chooses to spend the time with the one who sees nothing special in themselves. You see, Christ came to this world to show us that by receiving, only by receiving his love, his power, only by making friendship with him, can we live an unsolid life. Jesus never passed by any human being as worthless. At one time while he was passing, he saw a man named Zacchaeus who was hanging on the tree wanting to get even a glimpse of this savior. He knew that he was a failure already in life, not by, by material things for he was wealthy, but he knew that he had fallen far from grace and he had to climb to catch a glimpse. Are you someone trying to catch a glimpse of God? Jesus never passed him by. Jesus said, no, listen to me, come down. Today, I will spend time with you. Jesus wants to spend time with you. Jesus wants to apply his healing remedy to your soul just like he does, just like he wants to do for every soul that invites him in. He wants to inspire you with hope even in the roughest and the most unpromising situation. Jesus wants to give you the assurance that you can become blameless and harmless, that you can attain to a character which reflects the very character of God if you would just let his Holy Spirit into your heart today. Often, while Jesus was on earth, he met with those who had been, you know, held bondage under Satan's control. Those who had no power to break free from his snare. And to such ones, to such ones who were discouraged, sick, tempted, falling, ashamed, Jesus would speak words of tenderest pity words that we are needed words like your sins are forgiving you words like neither do i condemn you words like we are your accusers words like i will give you water that will make you never to test again that's the jesus that we must seek after that's the jesus that is seeking after you my friend Often he met with those who were fighting in hand-to-hand battle with the adversary. At one point he met someone who said, I am legion, for we are many. 
But Jesus, he encouraged them to persevere. He gave them victory. There was not one he left to their weakness, especially those who stretch forth their hands against all order and say, if I could but just touch the hem of his garment. When last did you go to a prayer meeting and say, God, I want to touch you today? When last did you kneel and you cry and say, Father, be my friend? Don't give me money. Don't give me wisdom. I need those things, but no, be my friend. Be my friend. Do you know that that's the prayer God wants to answer? Much more, he wants to answer all of your prayers, but that's that's the one. That's the one that I can just imagine God when we make that prayer. He just pops everything and say, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Let's answer that person first. The sinless one pities the weakness of the sin, and the weaker we realize we are, the more of his strength we will realize that we need. Man, men hate the sinner. Even though we ourselves are sinful, but we like to mock and, and accuse others. But we love the sin, oh. we do it in secret, so we excuse it away when we ourselves are found guilty. But Christ hates the sin, but he loves the sinner. And this friend, as I end, will be the spirit of all who seek to find and to follow after God. You would hate the sin, but you will love the sinner. You will not think yourself too holy to associate with anybody or too unrighteous to approach anybody because you have unlimited access with the one who loves you regardless. I pray for you. I pray that you experience that friendship that no tongue can describe. That friendship with Jesus are all in all. In Jesus' name.